Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. Save a horse, ride a cowboy, you guys. If you recognize the beginning of that song, you are my people, you are me and my kind. Happy Friday, happy hour. Ashley and I are on an absolute high coming off of last weekend where she visited me in Nashville, and we are going to get into it. We're going to do a whole weekend recap for you guys. A lot of funny things happened. The memories that will get... What is the what is the Brad Paisley line? A day like today could get you through the rest of your life. Yeah, a day like today could get you. A weekend like last weekend could get us through the rest of our five lives. Five days like that can hopefully get us through five weeks and maybe we'll run into each other again. Maybe five years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll take that long. I was actually reflecting while I was listening to the radio today. I feel like we went out a lot for sure. And we went into a lot of live band bars, which I, everyone knows that's my favorite. But I feel like we didn't really hear any classic country songs that we're accustomed to. I feel like we were actually playing those on our own time. What were we listening to in these bars? Not the songs I'm used to. Yeah, where like, where was it when everyone sings together, friends in low places? It wasn't. I think the bar we were in, or any of. Well, them. when we were on Broadway and going to the actual bars, I feel like we hit up the stage probably like three times consecutively, back to back to back, three nights in a row. And it was interesting to compare the bands each time. Like, who's up on the stage this time? Oh, not the normal people, not the house band. We go so often we know who the house band is. But yeah, I agree. I don't think that the song choices were as electric. And unfortunately, that's how all of the bandmates make all their money on Broadway, though, is because they take the requests and they just do whatever. Yeah, I guess it depended on the crowd. That's a good yeah. point. That's a good the point. Crowd we weren't aligning ourselves with the, proper, with the proper crowd. Yeah, I think if we would have spent more time on Broadway, like gone earlier in the day and like bopped around to other bars, that could have been a better strategy to hear more variety and more of the classics that we know and love. Um, but unfortunately, we just had too many activities to pack into the weekend, so we oh, couldn't waste 100%, it all. hundred percent, which is why I'll have to come back in five weeks. Five days to five weeks is the pipeline. Um, yes. So I don't even know where to begin. Let's start at the beginning. Ashley arrived last Thursday, and the first thing we did was we booked a podcast studio because we love doing little video clips for TikTok, and we I don't know why we didn't do this earlier in our lives, but there's always a studio on Pure Space, you guys. If you're looking for a photo shoot space or a podcast space or hell this one had personalized karaoke intimate when I was researching for one for us you never know I was looking for one for us there was one that was a tiki bar for rent you can rent a tiki bar so people are sleeping on it so (laughs) pair space people are literally sleeping on it this is not sponsored. I wish it was. Maybe I'll reach out and ask. But Please. we love Pear Sprays because it brings new characters into our lives. And yes. we it's always fun, the stress, because we never book it ahead of time. Because yeah. we're arrested all It's always fun, right down to the last minute of adrenaline. Everyone's wearing dense caps. Um, so <laughs> Yeah, we booked this space and it was just down the street from my apartment. And it was actually Willie Nelson. No, nope, Waylon Jennings. <laughs> Okay, all right. Mama, Good. Don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Yes, some old famous country singer's basement. 
Not his home. His tw- No, it was his recording studio. He would record in the basement. He had it all set up. Stunning. So there was some history there. Clearly, I'm not a history <laughs> major and I didn't um, ever pay attention in school. But <laughs> we recorded and it's so funny because I feel like all day the energy was so high because we were so excited to see each other. I'll tell you what happens. I know that I can be overwhelming to people sometimes. I know sometimes can some, I? some of our close friends and my mother um, – we, I can really overwhelm and like sit them on the couch and talk there off a mile a minute. And I know that I usually do that to Abby too, but this time she really hit it out of the park. I had a lot to say. She let me tell you. sat me on the couch and she sat on her hands and knees on the carpet in front of me <laughs> and she had her hands in her lap and she wouldn't stop. The jokes were flowing. The beer was running. The, yeah. I walked down to the liquor store while Abby was at, at well, I don't know what you were doing, working at the gym. I walked down to the Virginia's market. Shout out to you. Walked down to the liquor store for a 12 pack of ice cold beer and and we just couldn't stop. The jokes were off the charts. Yeah. So we wasted a lot of our like electric funniness throughout the day. And then by the time we got and sat down in the recording studio, it was like the chemistry was gone. We were tired from being so damn funny all day and laughing and our throats hurt within the first three hours of being together, like little kids at camp. And we were like, okay, we got to be funny because we're literally recording this. Like this video will last forever. We need these clips for TikTok, like funny banter, funny banter. And we were trying to manufacture the joy. And I do think we were too hard on ourselves because I'm sure they turned out fine. Yeah. I also, an observation that I made is you know, hopefully maybe we never live, see each other every day. Hopefully we never see each other any day, every day, because the unadulterated joy and laughter is such a high, a high, high serotonin hit. It's almost worth it. <laughs> I think back to when senior year of college, we did see each other every day. I guess it was, was still it there. Still like this? Yeah, yeah, it still was. What am I saying? It was. But how long could we have kept that going? That's so true. We can only do it. We, in we probably would have hit a wall eventually. We can only do it in monthly increments. Um, mm-hmm. So we go and we do our recording. And as I mentioned, uh, to have a good time, I went and bought some beer. Sound like an old man. I went and bought some beer. And the soundtrack of the entire weekend was just the twist off of the beer and the click of throwing it in the trash can and the twist and the click. The twist, twist and the click. Bank. Like a twist 70s dad. Bank. so the first night it was just ashley and i she twisted my arm and dragged me to broadway and i'm so glad she did because we have a new character in our lives as we love to collect new characters throughout our trips throughout our time throughout our memories and we were at the stage as one does because we're fans of the movie country strong if you haven't seen it please go watch it it's actually free on youtube we found out all all star cast all star cast all star soundtrack and you'll learn a lot of life, life lessons and quotable lines it's such a niche movie that we're like so obsessed with, but one of the filming locations is the stage and more importantly, the back alleyway behind the stage and behind Tootsie's on Broadway in Nashville. And we were like, let's go. We had the most novel idea. Let's go to the back alleyway, pretend to smoke a cigarette, actually smoke a cigarette for Ashley, pretend for me, and take pictures. Childhood trauma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't talk about it. But we're like, okay, this will be so fun, so cute, like just like the movie. We go back there. We're hanging out. We're taking pics. This guy comes out from the back of the bar, not not in like an aggressive like scary way. No, he was my height. He was very approachable. He was very friendly. And he was like, oh, hell yeah, like hyping us up. And he's like, you guys, you want me to take a picture of both of you? And we were like, sure, sure. We get to talking. We find out, you know, he's from California. Ashley's visiting from California. You know, all the small talk, all the banter. And then we say, what brings you to Nashville? Like, why are you here right now? 
Ashley, take it away. Let the record state, we told the story to multiple people probably six times over the trip. I've told it two more times to two other people. Um, <laughs> this is the tenth, like the tenth telling. This is like the tenth like whole the second, story of the whole trip. Of Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> so we say, what brings you to Nashville? And this is where things get more serious. And he says, actually, um, I'm from California. And my dad called and said, you better go out here. Your mom's not doing well. She has pancreatic cancer. She's 65 years old. And she's not doing well. And I think you and your brother should come out. And you should come and visit with her and be with the family. So we're like, oh, my God. This catches us off guard. We're being sympathetic. And we say, well, what's your name? God, we didn't even get your name. And he says, well, it's Adam. You know, biblical. My family are a bunch of Christians. And we're like, oh, this is, these are our names. Whatever. And we're talking about We're it. like, what a coincidence. We love the Lord, too. Yeah, we, that's, we love the Lord, too. All holding a cigarette. Um, and so then we're like, okay, so how long are you here for? He's like, I'm here for whatever, a week. But tonight I just want to come out blow off some steam, have a good night. And then like, I will be with my family for the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. So Abby says, no, no, no. I one more thing before this. And then we, we literally asked him so many questions. It was like, we were interviewing him. Like he was on the <laughs> podcast or something. We're like, what's her name? Can we see a picture? Do you have other siblings? What's the family dynamic? How often do you see them? Yeah. Like all these <laughs> things to really paint the picture in our minds, of, like his family and like what they're going through. And it was so pure. And then I say, and then she says, Adam, would it be okay if I pray for Kathy? And I think, of course, Kathy's his mom. Yes, obviously. Um, I'm like, okay, great. How nice. She's just asking, and she'll go home and pray about it on her own time. Um, <laughs> for anyone who hasn't listened before, we do go to church and whatnot. And so Abby says that, and she says, Adam, it's okay if I put a hand on you right now, and I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and pray for you. <laughs> Ashley is so thrown off when I start doing this because it it felt very like low-key and organic I wasn't standing on some soapbox like oh I'm gonna pray for you it was just like can I pray for you and I meant in the moment and she thought I meant like later tonight thought we would separate I've never seen you do this for someone uh so you're like I just felt compelled by Jesus Christ and I hope he never forgets hope he doesn't get too drunk and forget um so um, so she says, Adam, can I put my hand on you? Is that all right? And she puts her hand on him and we all huddle together and she prays a wonderful, beautiful prayer for Kathy and for the family and for Adam. And she wraps it up the prayer. And then he says, thank you like so much. Like, I can't believe that you just did that for me. He is so grateful and all whatnot. Hey, that is literally like one of those stories that people tell you. Like, I was just, I picture it like in church when they're like, oh, some people find God in church. Well, some people find God in the back alleyway of the bars <laughs> on a Thursday night, smoking a cig and having a few drinks and like being prayed for by strangers. Like, that's literally a coming to Jesus. And so moment. we've already had, we went to a few pla- a place before this. So we've already had a, a more than a few drinks. Um, Not drunk, but just more than a few drinks. And so he then says, um, Thank you so much. Can I please go buy you a drink? And we say, Adam, we're on our way home. We don't want this to be transactional. Like we were just brewing this because we cared. We're not like yeah, we're not drink. like some weirdos who are praying for your mom so that you'll buy a drink. So and, that's not what's going on. And here. he says, no, no, no. Like it would actually make my day. Like I wanted to come out and listen to music tonight, so it would be more fun if you hang out with me just for at least one drink. And I look at you. And we were like, and say, How okay, fine. I know. Right. And so we go back. We're like, in. okay, fine. You can come have a drink with yeah. us then. We go back in. We're like, let's just grab a beer real quick here. And the security guard stops us and says, 
wait, is everything okay with you girls? Like back there, what was going on? And you turn, and Abby turns to him and says, no, no, it's not okay. Because this man's mom is named Kathy and she's dying of pancreatic cancer and it's not okay. And we just had to pray for her. So nothing's okay right now. And then I say, and did you know this, that Country Strong was filmed back there? Because we also had to get some photos and that's what we were doing initially. And then he looks at us and he says, you know what? I don't care about any of this. <laughs> get inside. This Motley crew of the three of us and this random 40 year old man. And I, I look at him, I'm like, thanks for actually checking though because yeah, yeah. honestly it's actually really yeah, nice because what if something nefarious was going on in the back alleyway and he wanted to protect us i was like no like seriously thank you and then he just looked at me and he said goodbye <laughs> he was so <laughs> over it so adam buys us our drinks we all chat and stuff he says one more bar please for the road and how could we say no it was my first night there. And of course, I could keep saying that. I said, it's my second night there. It's my third night there. It's my fourth night there. And I kept saying, Ashley, it's a marathon. We got a long weekend ahead of us. And so we go to one more place. He buys another drink. He's very respectful. And then he excuses himself and says, I need some fresh air. Nice meeting you. And that's a core memory and that I think I'll I found a picture of Adam in the background of a photo I took of Abby. Yes. So we have that to carry with us wherever. We have a scrap of evidence because the whole time we were like, why didn't we take like a selfie with this man to remember forever? Remember how from our last interactions, we said we met two angels, Vincent and Hope. Hope the waitress on Coronado and Vincent, the pure space director. What if Vin- what if Adam was like the third angel? We keep accumulating them. And Tish. Don't forget Tish. Oh, Tish was the first one, the Uber driver in Austin. She was the OG angel. Underneath Abby and I made a list this weekend of um model marriages that make us think it might be real, you know? You should put like a- like Blake and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, you should put underneath that list of angels that we've met. I should yeah, I should really like capture the folklore and write it down yeah. and they won't make sense to anyone else, but we'll have this podcast to remember yeah. us by as well. So that was fabulous and we had a jolly good time and what happened in in the AM? In the AM I had to work, so nothing exciting, pretty boring honestly until Allie got there. And then it was Cinco de Mayo. Do people still celebrate Cinco de Mayo cuz we I did? I actually feel like people celebrate less than they used to. Like us You know, I feel like it's dwindling. The energy and the hype like, for Cinco is dwindling. You didn't have any energy in the hype for Cinco. <laughs> you didn't have any interest like no one texted you and said like let's go out. Like literally no. Okay. Loser. I feel like people um, celebrate May 4th because of their love for Star Wars more than they're celebrating Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> I feel like there's still a lot of fervor for St. Patrick's Day, but I feel like Cinco de Mayo is for sure dying out. But we did go out to eat and get margaritas. Yes, we got margs, we got tacos, we did the damn thing. And then Friday we went out and boy was Ashley in for a treat because we had been talking about going to this one um, dive We're going bar. back next time. That is a double wide trailer called Triple. Santa's Pub. Triple wide trailer it's called Santa's up Pub. By a bunch of um, like foresty brush. Like it's in the middle of grass and it's forest. In the middle of literal nowhere, Wedgwood Houston. It's actually kind of by the soccer stadium, but Santa's Pub was there first. And like celebrities have been known to frequent it. Kelsey Dollarini here, bartender, said has been there many times. Chase, Chase Rice is another one. So in the front, it has colored lights, which are my favorite thing about a dive bar. And um, yeah. grizzled people. And it was a real locals only yeah. crowd in there. Grizzled people smoking on the patio that look like they've been smoking there for years. And so when we walk up, it's like a literal movie. When we walk up, we meet the next character, not an angel. He's not, but he's still a character. We meet but a, not a devil, but not the devil either. He's just neutral. Um. He looks like my name is Earl, and he has cigarettes rolled in his shirt sleeve. <laughs> and yeah, and we are obsessed with him. His name's Robert Henry. And in some alternate her. universe, he'd be listening to this podcast no, and he'd hear this. Totally. Story. And he told me after we had been talking for a while, he's like, sweetheart, I'm on Spotify. And I love when people, not in a mean way, in a way that goes to their personality, call you sweetheart. 
Yeah, like as long as it's not demeaning or condescending, yeah. it's like so it was very natural. Yes, but he was a chicken farmer from Oregon who frequents Nashville and he is a country singer and he was tearing it up at the karaoke stand in Santa's pub. He's my favorite. As were we. Ashley and I sang Picture to Burn and the table in front of us was a bunch of Swifties because they were electric. The average age inside of this triple wide trailer, us included, and the 30-year-olds that like Picture to Burn, the average age probably still would have come out to 50. (laughs) Yeah, 50 or like at least like 45. (laughs) But it was – I would have stayed there much longer and I will be back next time. There was a yeah, photo booth. Yeah, been hours and hours there. there. was a photo booth inside. It looked like when you go to like a social at a church in a small town where there's a fold-out tables and the, you know, the church oh, chairs. Good. Good descriptor. And it was a cash bar and there was a bunch of photos of like patrons from like the 90s underneath the bar top. And I was talking – we were talking to the bartender and we're like, who owns this place? And he's like, whatever his name is, like Rick. He's like – and we're like, well, where is he? And he was like, well, he's in his RV out back watching CSI right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's behind the trailer um and the beer was like three dollars uh-huh. the beer was three dollars and if Electric. you find yourself going to national anytime soon or you live there you must put it on your list if you like dive bars it was just the energy was through the roof the yeah support, if you don't like dive bars don't no, go. don't go it'll be waste your time but if you like something like this the energy was through the roof what energy they were all 50 plus but the energy was through the roof and remember, do you – I kind of – I think we forgot about this. Do you remember there was that one girl who was maybe a few years older than us who got up wearing – she was electric, wearing a jumpsuit. She looked like she was from a movie. Oh, my God, yes. And her voice was like an angel, and she was dancing perfectly. And she was just absolutely killing it on karaoke. And I turned to Robbie, and I said, you should go get her number. <laughs> Robbie's my boyfriend, for anyone confused. Yeah. Robbie. <laughs> Which adds to the joke. Yeah, that, that um, was the joke. But yeah, my sweet boyfriend was so nice to drive us around. We went to so many bars on Friday because we had a lot to experience. And it wasn't like we're going to these bars to get drunk. It's so that I could show you guys the wide pub crawl. It was like a pub crawl that we made of our own, but we had to be chauffeured around by Robbie. But we went to so many because there were so many that I needed to show you the range of Nashville, what you can really get. We went to Lakeside Lounge in East Nashville. We went to the Coyote Ugly Bar and danced on the bar, which... You know, a little bit of a letdown. Nothing like the movie. Really Piper Parabola was way better. Of course, we crawled our way back to the stage on Broadway. <laughs> we did all the things. The Mecca, the home, <laughs> the home base. I used to always say that Kid Rocks was my favorite, but the stage is kind of edging it out. Don't get me wrong. It is edging it I've out. I've got a soft spot for John Stone in my heart, but he wasn't performing this weekend. I checked. He wasn't there. <laughs> and something about the stage, I'm just liking more and more. We didn't go to Legends, though. That would have been another good one. And something else that exciting that happened was we parked like a few blocks down and then walked. Mm. And when we got out of the car, we could hear Taylor mm-hmm. on night one Nashville from the stadium. And it was so magical because we knew we were going to be seeing her tomorrow. And that was like pretty much the main reason you guys were in Nashville was for the concert, obviously. And it just was so like exciting. Like I was so giddy, like a little girl. And we could like listen and hear the songs and it just got me so much more excited because it was my first time seeing Taylor. So let's get into Taylor Day, Saturday. So we have a jolly good time. We sing some karaoke. I was talking to someone in the second karaoke bar that we went to and I was having another drink and I was talking. That's because we went to not one but two. I was talking to someone and I like looked back and I was like, oh, I'm just making sure my friends are still here. And then like 10 minutes later, I was like, God, these people sound awful on like the karaoke. And then like I kept talking and right after you came up to us and you were like, that was it. We just sang. Did you miss it? 
Yeah, Ashley didn't even fucking watch. We waited all night for our spot in line. And when we and first finally got there. we go up and we sing Love Story by Taylor, of course, another crowd pleaser. And Ashley's like, oh, I missed it. Like, I wasn't even listening at all. When we first all. got there, I was talking to our best friend, Allie. We were sitting along the bar talking about something. And Abby runs up to us. She screws up and she says, you guys, no one freak out. I just paid extra money to make sure that they would play Karma as the karaoke song. And you guys looked at me like I was insane. <laughs> And I was like, what? You don't like karma? You guys apparently don't know the, the lyrics as much as I do. I'm obsessed with that laughs, song. laughs. There was singing. And there was tears. There was tear. A tear was shed that night, too, by one member. Yep. All too well. 10-minute yeah. version really puts you in your feels yeah. real hard. Um. So we had a glorious night. Anyone who knows me knows I love going out to places like that, as does Abby. I felt as though we were in college almost again by the sheer amount of places we were going, how much we were drinking. It was bus club, another club, on to the next, have a drink here, have a drink in the car. And it was like running a marathon. It truly was. But you know what kept me going was all the damn protein I've been eating from First Form, you guys. Literally lifesaver. I have been stocking up on the protein bars, the meat sticks. Ashley always makes fun of me because I eat the meat sticks like they're candy. And let me tell you, it's doing something to me because I have so much more energy now that I started implementing a lot of protein into my diet, um, especially with my workouts and everything. I have tried every single flavor of the protein bars that First Form offers. And let me tell you, there's not a bad one. They all taste like candy bars in the best way. They don't have that gross aftertaste. They're not chalky. The consistency is not weird. And I'm a, I'm a connoisseur of protein bars. I really am. I have tried every single brand out there. I do believe. And these are my favorite genuinely, especially the mint cookie one. It tastes just like a Girl Scout cookie. And we love First Form. I get a lot of my sports bras there. I get a lot of my running shorts that I get compliments in the gym all the time. And they sponsor this podcast and we're obsessed with them. So if you want to support us and support your own personal health, go check out the link in our show notes and get yourself some your own First Form goodies because they have everything under the sun. So it was electric and Saturday was was prom day. It was wedding day. It was coronation. It was we all also the figured out that from now on, last year we did stage, Stagecoach. From now on, we're going to do a huge music event, I think, every spring. One musical extravaganza. Yeah, one that's very music-centric. So Saturday was Labor Day, um, as in giving birth, not like the holiday. For the it was push day. <laughs> I like when, when pregnant people say a push present. Like, my husband You're- got me this for my push present. Your push present for the concert was a spray tan and new new filler. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so did we even – oh, we went and got breakfast tacos. That's what we did. And let me um, tell you, that took everything out of us. Yeah, kind of did. And then we had to go and get ready for the concert, and that took all of our energy because we had to get there early. We all wanted to grab food before also. And, and of and course, right. we started the movie Country Strong. And oh, that's we what we were sluts. doing. We, our best friend hadn't seen Country Strong yet in full, even though we were always quoting to her. So we said, you have to sit down and watch this and we have to make our friendship bracelet for the concert and tell us what you learn at the end of it. We got- And tell us the life lessons that you gleam. Who would have thought? We noticed new details and yes. new lines. Incredible. And it was fun. We, we slaved over these bracelets, but we only ended up making like six of them. <laughs> and it took hours. <laughs> so then we got ready we put on makeup yada 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 had a couple drinks got ready to go and then we grabbed some food really quick beforehand i ate the 
I ate the most ideal amount of food necessary for this concert. Yes. We went. It was the most perfect portioning. (laughs) We did perfect portioning. We didn't do perfect timing, but I mean, we were pretty damn close. We got to the stadium when we needed to. We could have gotten there like a little bit earlier. Um, But in terms of like parking, like everything just worked out really well. We went across the pedestrian bridge, got some pics, and it was just I can't explain the joyous feeling of being a part of something bigger than yourself because it felt like the entire city was there for Taylor, rooting for Taylor. All the bars were playing Taylor, all the restaurants, all the shops, the clothing stores. It almost felt like in a weird way, like graduation weekend. You know when graduation weekend happens and you go to town and everything is centered around the fact that you're graduating? Yes, that's (laughs) That's how it felt. felt like. Even though it quite literally was graduation weekend for all the colleges here (laughs) in Nashville, for us, it was all about Taylor and it felt that way. And everyone was just like littered around the city in full body sequins and feathers and dresses and different eras. And it just felt like we all saw each other and we all understood each other. And it was just like a weekend for the girly pops. It really was. A hundred percent. And we were so blessed to have no inclement weather, unlike the night after. Yeah. But... Um, I'm trying to think. So we get into the stadium. Do any bits happen? I don't think so. Everything went smoothly. Everything at the concert was smoother than, than everyone made it seem. Down to getting the merch. No, I didn't get the blue crew neck. But like the merch inside, I'm Word very, very. Ashley did not get the blue crew neck. I'm extremely content with what I bought. And the line was less than five minutes inside. Yeah. And then, like, everyone says, oh, the concert's exhausting. No, there's, like, three minutes in between each era where you can sit down. Sure, it was exhausting, but it wasn't as horrid as everyone made it seem. Well, think about how exhausted Taylor must be. No, of course. And then also, I think it was extremely necessary for us to take in exactly one shooter for each of us and to have during slower songs. To keep us going so we wouldn't get the shakes. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But like during the slower songs, like it could have been a long day. So <laughs> not to be ungrateful during some like not wait, wait, which one do I like more? Which one has Tis the Damn Season on it? Evermore? Folklore. Folklore. Okay, Evermore is the one that I'm less familiar with. During that one, there was sure I caught like a few yawns between the three of us. And <laughs> sure. having the shooter really just made things come back to life yeah and we took it during look what you made me do which follows evermore right after yeah which was so funny in camp like we took it right when the beat dropped like let's take our shot when taylor was performing don't get us wrong we would lay our life down for her but abby kept you kept screaming she's so camp (laughs) no because like her facial expressions and like her little movements it just was like she i don't know it was my first time seeing her, so it was yeah. just, like, a lot for me, but, like, a lot in the very best way. She literally looks like a Barbie come to life. She's never in looked In every better. way, shape, and form. She could not be prettier. She couldn't be, and she was, like, a gazelle. She was so Her long, body is lean. perfect. She looks so healthy. Hair, perfect. Skin. Hair, face, perfect. Makeup. Yes. Uh-huh. Hair, tits, ass. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about her was perfect. She is mother, and she was her mothering up on that stage. It's so much better than it was when I first saw her. Mm-hmm. I only have one tiny complaint, which you can't relate to. And I was telling my mom this because she's been to some of her concerts with me. She didn't – I always used to love how she used to talk so much to the crowd and make it so personal. She didn't, like, do that this time, but she didn't have time. Literally no time, zero. And there was no guest, but she didn't have time. <laughs> Again, no time for guests. <laughs> yeah, it was three and a half hours. I thought it was three. No, it was three and a half healthy hours. But the production value was Insane. unlike anything I have ever seen – 
And I've been to a it's lot like a Super Bowl show. of concerts. It's like when a been, Super Bowl. It is. Goes. I've been to a lot of concerts. I've never seen anything even close to the level of this between the costume changes, the dancing, the sets, the big, huge light up screen, how there were multiple screens all over the place. I didn't know where to look. The fire, the fireworks. It, it had everything. Mm-hmm, the confetti. It had everything. The confetti, the light up bracelets in the crowd making shapes and, you know, being color coded. Like it really added to the experience. And I just. There were multiple times I had chills, multiple, multiple times. Abby um, has a new career aspiration as well. And there was one person who wasn't necessarily a dancer, but like oh, a yes. facial expression. Um, just she was like, like a mime. Yeah, she was like a mime. She was. <laughs> and our she was like are... pretending to open this box while Taylor was like changing her outfits and changing eras. And our... She was pretending to open this box and like a little bit of a Taylor song would come out and she'd be like, oh. And she'd be like making all these facial expressions and like moving her body. Like, and our on. friend, serious as a heart attack, turned to Abby and was like, wait, why aren't you trying to get this as your job? I love how it's like any strange thing that involves being the center of attention. You guys are like, Abby, it's perfect for you. Like, what do you mean? It's like so niche. Like, what do you mean? Why haven't I thought of auditioning for my number two at Taylor? <laughs> Taylor Whenever Wisconsin. we go to New Orleans, Abby, a, a, a psychic, why haven't you? A fortune teller, why haven't you thought of that yet? A tarot card reader are you kidding? Card reader, the person who gives the graveyard tours um so Long tour tour extraordinaire so it was just literally electric and we sat next to we weren't by people that were not rude like you know how sometimes people are literally screaming the entire time everyone was singing people were, were taking pictures when we asked we took pictures for people and then we sat directly next to a mother and her 11 year old who was so precious we talked to them for a while before it started abby said look the 11 year old is dressed more chic than i ever she do. was this 11 year old was popping off she was, she was an a innocent white, one an innocent she was an 11 innocent 11 year old not an, not an 11 year old that grew up with tiktok in the palm of her hands like let mm-hmm. me tell you she was an actual child but she was wearing a white jumpsuit with like some sort of cutout on like the top part of it it was very chic her and her mom and her looked so much alike and it was just such a cute core memory and she she said that evermore was her favorite album i'm like yeah she was so precious i know she was like i'm hoping for gold rush fingers crossed they didn't sing gold rush they did sing though 15 and out of the woods i will say i don't really have like a very strong allegiance to out of the woods like i love that song but i don't know that it necessarily translated that that well on piano on acoustic okay i feel the opposite i used to not like that song and after hearing it live i like it so much more and i love the bridge now i liked it more oh, the bridge is electric i'm there's <laughs> nothing like the bridge obviously is so fun to scream and she messed it up quote unquote like no one knew that she messed up but she i guess messed up so she got it she sang it twice we got to sing it yeah. twice which was fun. and then 15 abigail was there which was precious i can more about that one than out of the woods that made me shed a tear a tear yeah. did fall from oh yeah eye. you did cry during the concert <laughs> um marjorie was also really good i could have shed tears i was close but i didn't um and then the intro was just so electric like i can't describe the it's intro been a long time coming. and here when when sh- the bridge for cruel summer my god <laughs> Yeah, and I knew every single second of that concert that was going to happen. Maybe not the exact order, but I had already seen clips of every moment on TikTok already. And still, I felt surprised just as if I'd never seen it before. Justice for her not singing Red, the song. I thought that was a little bizarre. Yeah, there were a few song choices. And like, how does she not sing our our song? Or Picture to Burn. I don't know if she owns debut. Like, is that the issue? I don't know. 
My, oh my gosh, my coworkers and I were talking about this because nothing, there's nothing I love more than woman explaining the arc of Taylor's career and the importance of everything she does to people who would even give me a, a moment to explain it to them. And at work, we were talking for literally 20 minutes and these men, these 30 year old men were like, why is she re-recording her albums? What's going on? And I said, oh, take a seat. And I got up and I gave a TED talk. On the whole you take them into a conference room with a PowerPoint. <laughs> no, literally. And I wish that Kaylee was there because Kaylee, my other coworker and best friend, was a, is a huge Swifty as well. But she wasn't there that day. So I was taking one for the team all by myself, explaining all this, blah, blah, blah. And I was explaining how she doesn't really do much from debut and she only does Enchanted from Speak Now. And I was like, oh, well, I'm sure after July 7th, once Speak Now, now tv is released she'll do some more but that doesn't even make sense because if you think about it like i understand the streaming aspect of it how that can be monetized if she doesn't own those but in her concerts how do they know if she's singing taylor's version or the og nope, version you know I mean? that makes no sense to me i all. have no idea i don't have the answers but someone boots on the ground like but that was out. a good question they posed and i was like you know what i'll get back to you on that but thank you for bringing that to my attention i have two thoughts one do you believe that she's dating maddie heatley i think that it might be a fling but i don't think it's serious at all i think she is dating him but i agree that it's definitely just like a fun rebound for right now and i think that when she moused i love you whatever this one's for you and he did it back i think they might be collabing on a song i don't think that she loves him I think that, that could be that could be a lyric to a song yeah I think that's something – and keep in mind, back in December, I think she did a surprise thing, though. She showed up at his show in L.A. and sang a song. They're definitely so maybe this has been going on for a long time. And let's be real. They're probably, like, having sex. They're consenting adults. <laughs> Would I call it a relationship? I don't know. I don't maybe know. They, maybe they've just kissed, even. Like, I don't even know if it's that much. It might just be flirtatious stuff in public. <laughs> the way that he looks – Reminds me so much of book talk. Do you know what I mean when I say that? Yeah. No, I do 100%. And then the second thing is, do you believe – remember I was trying to explain the rumor to you over the weekend. Do you believe that a book is coming out? I'd like to believe it selfishly because if she came out with a book, it would make my entire life – um, but I just don't know if like the middle of her tour is the best time. That's the to... only thing reason I think it's not true. Why would she in do it re- in the middle? Yeah, with like marketing wise and like publicity wise, like obviously she's going to put out a book and people are going to buy it. That's no question. But I like in she's never she's the smartest person on earth. Like she never has anything not thought out years in advance. And I just don't. It's the timing seems weird to me. It does. But then again, if she's thinking stuff out years in advance, she couldn't have necessarily pictured this concert years in advance because years was COVID. And she didn't know when COVID would end, but she could have been writing a a book during that time and that could have always been planned. I'm sure there is a book because of how freely and how authentically she writes. She addressed one of her captions recently, Dear Reader. And she has that dumb song from Midnight's 3M version, Dear Reader. And the page count adds up to 13. Not to be. What, and what do you mean the page count? What do you mean? It, it's released online. It's like whatever. It was 500 and whatever. That would be, I don't know the exact, but it adds up to 13, like 540 something pages. Interesting. That would be 44. 544 pages adds 13. <laughs> and on top of that, they were saying, I was reading that like this is like publishers don't pick up stuff without an author. <clears throat> and it's been like, asked for as many copies as Prince Harry. Like, that's the only thing that's been equivalent to. And they've okay. said it's by a musical person. So what other musical person can possibly have this kind of pool currently? 
The only other person I can think of would be like Beyonce. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't know. I think time will tell. I I don't think there's any point in like trying no, of to course not. People are already, and drive ourselves like, insane. But a lot of people, people are do it anyway. <laughs> like pre-ordering this thing. It doesn't even exist. And they don't even know what it is. But they they're don't like, even I know who the author is. Yeah. So the concert was fabulous, needless to say. And you can't get us away. We went back to the stage after. <laughs> Yeah, we forced our friend Allie. We're like, how tired are you? And she's like, oh my gosh, like I'm pretty tired. And we all, I assumed we would be absolutely wiped and we would want to go home. we wouldn't be. The energy and would have been through the roof. I yes, knew it. Yes, we were so energized by seeing Taylor. We were like, let's go to a couple bars on Broadway just for a little bit. And let me tell you, it was like fairy dust on Broadway with all these girls in their sparkly dresses. It was like literal homecoming. Like it was Being so Being a part fun. of something bigger than yourself. Yes. And it was funny because we were mixing with all the gruff men with their hats, drinking beer. And then yeah. it was like Taylor nation everywhere you look sunday you didn't let us eat so until after we had went out drinking <laughs> we skipped we skipped breakfast we, just we didn't out. roll our asses out of bed yeah. until 11 a.m and at that point i was like we've got to get our day started we no, just no, no, have no. to it was really fabulous we went to rooftop bar for drinks and i really enjoyed that and then we went to some other places it poured rain and then we had some killer barbecue and banana pudding <laughs> My- it's stellar sunday if you ask me <laughs> What more could you want? <laughs> Rooftop drinks, barbecue, and banana pudding. And we finished Country Strong, of course. And, and what did we do? Watch Pitch Perfect. Yeah, we had a movie night. Aww, and then you. Monday, we were in for another treat. Monday, Monday This is the only reservation I had made for us for the whole weekend because we all knew we wanted to go to Loveless Cafe. And I want to go back next time. Is the famous cafe that is located 30 minutes south of Nashville that people go to with the homemade famous biscuits and jam and just real Southern cooking. And it's been around forever. Everyone always talks about it. It was exactly what we wanted. I thought I'd say so myself. The waitress was an older woman and she called us sugar. That was all I wanted. <laughs> and the like the plastic checkered tablecloths, the merch afterwards, uh-huh. the biscuits, the amount that we ate. And let me tell you, I did eat your guys' leftovers next Thank day. Thank God was I was praying that it wouldn't have gone to waste because we were going to get on our flight that night. All I hoped was that they wouldn't get thrown out. That's so nice of you. Yeah. You know me better than to know that I would waste food. So She's like a tank. <laughs> She's like a garbage disposal. Yeah. I want you to know, actually, this is like really disgusting and embarrassing, <laughs> but I'm going to share the next day for breakfast i forgot that i had the biscuits and waffles i just thought that i had some leftover chicken from you guys and so i was gonna make and jam i was gonna make avocado toast because that's normally what i eat like every morning like on autopilot i pop my toast in the toaster and i make some avocado toast and so i put the toast in the toaster and then i opened my fridge and i forgot about the the waffle and the biscuits and i was like you know what we're carbo loading today <laughs> and I had two pieces of toast and two biscuits and half of the waffle and I poured gravy on all of it and butter and I'm pretty sure my cholesterol was through the roof that oh, day but, but I was so happy that morning like you have no idea believe it or not yes we drank an obscene amount which is funny because we were never really drunk we, we just were drinking like steadily all day it's like being on the water you know when you're on the water on the lake and you're never actually drunk that's what this was like I know that we did that. I know we ate the banana pudding, the pulled pork, the fried chicken. I know we ate all that this time. But this time, I would say I ate healthy compared to other times I've been in Nashville. You think so? There have been times that have been so obscene. (laughs) I remember one time me and you were talking to a waiter and we were telling him all the places we had eaten. And he said, so how long have you been here? And we said, well, we got here this morning. (laughs) I forgot about that. We did like a literal food yeah, yeah. tour. Oh, also at Loveless Cafe, 
They have homemade pies. I got a killer. If you like coconut, I got a killer coconut cream pie. It was fabulous. <laughs> I hope this podcast inspires all of our listeners to go to Nashville and do all these things. And if anyone actually makes it out here, please hit me up. I'll be your tour guide. I'll take you out for drinks. Like that uh-huh. would be so much fun to go with listeners. 100%. You know how they there's like walking tours and like pub crawl walking tours in Europe yeah. that tell you the history and like just take you around. And there's a European guide that does it. Yeah, you should do that in Nashville on Saturday. They have this hop on hop off bus tour that I see every Why single day. Why don't you do day. work for them on Saturdays? No, I really, again, any any chance to be the center of attention, Abby, why don't you try and work for them? <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I would if I were you. I think even I would do that. That sounds so fun. It sounds so fun, but I think first what I was going to say is I want to take the tour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I'd like to see what it's all about and see if I can really one-up them, if I could bring in the business, you know, it's like what like, I'm working with. It's being like a skipper on the Jungle Cruise. You could just do recycled jokes. I remember the first time I was touring colleges, the first immediate thought in my brain was I want to give college tours one day and I want to make, you know, little freshmen in college's lives by like bringing them to their dream school. That's what I used to think. And I don't know why I never did it. Yeah, you have the exact personality to have done that. You know, who? speaking of college tours, off topic a bit, but off reservation, but um, the when I took a tour of Chapman do you know who my tour guide was did I ever tell you this no I don't think so oh my gosh I'll have to hunt for a picture it's someone from a sitcom what you have to guess it's a someone from a sitcom obviously he was in college when we were like kids so like 20 in college when we were kids like he does I'll help you it's a sitcom that you watch obviously at nighttime on one of the general channels a comedy and he was a gay character in the show I don't know I literally don't even know where to start. It was – do you remember Sue Heck? It was her best friend, Brad. Brad. I remember remember Sue Heck, of course. Let me look up Brad. And that's – this was back when the show was on and everyone was obsessed with it. And we were so excited, me and my parents. I have a picture with him somewhere. I'll have to find it for you. And he was thrilled. I was – to talk about it. Oh, was it like Brad – oh, this guy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Isn't that funny? That is funny. Look at his big smile. You learn something new about your best friend every day, you guys. So we just had a fabulous time. The the laughter didn't stop. The jokes were rolling. Um, I don't don't know. I don't know what to do now, quite frankly. I wake up and I think, man, I wish um, Abby was here with me. Oh, that's so nice, Ashley. It really was the best weekend. It was chef's kiss. There's not one single thing that I think could have made it better. It was truly perfect. And that's not something you can say from every group trip. I feel like there's always like one little thing that goes wrong or one thing, one night that's maybe a miss and not a hit. But honestly, we were on the same page the entire time about when we needed to take a break, when we needed to go out, when we pushed each other to have a little bit more fun and just a little bit more laughs. And... (laughs) It was immaculate, and honestly, it hasn't sunk in that you guys are gone because normally I sink into a deep, dark depression post-friend group. Wait until Saturday morning. Yeah, um, I'm really nervous for this weekend because you guys aren't going to be here. Also, speaking of Loveless Cafe, Abby is struggling to figure out what to do for her birthday this summer, and I had told her, I was like, instead of doing this other activity, I would come to your birthday if you make it official, and she said, what do you need for it to be official? Some party hats? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, what do you want, a kazoo? I'll get it. A kazoo? And then when we were joking and looking at the menu for Loveless Cafe, because we like to plan ahead, um, we saw that they do biscuit making classes, (laughs) and I said, Abby, how about your 25th birthday, you do some biscuit basics at loveless cafe everyone drive 30 minutes out to go roll biscuits <laughs> <Tell> <laughs> to me go, that doesn't sound fun to go roll biscuits Tell and me. eat fried chicken 
Yes, I'm such a freak. I love planning my birthday so far in advance. Like, obviously, well, it's your 25th. We, it's important. It's a big one. But we all know those people who are like, oh, like my birthday, it's just another day. Like, I don't really not, want that. Could of not attention. be us. Could not be us in the slightest. I'm trying I to go, plan a trip. <laughs> I've always wanted to go big or go home. And I don't know why I wasted, not wasted, but planned an Austin bachelorette esque trip for my 23rd. No, birthday. I think it was so good because I. When I look on that summer, I think, oh, that's the summer we went to Austin. Like, it was really Yeah. I think everyone was kind of itching to go on a trip and no one had been to Texas. COVID was winding down. Yeah. We were like, let's just – this is a good excuse to, like, all get together and go. So it's not like I wasted it, but – Also, your 21st was right in COVID. I had a fabulous 21st and you That's true. Mine was ass. So you had (laughs) – so you had to, like, make up sooner. What were you going to do? Wait for 25. But you did waste your chance because now I'm about to take it. (laughs) The trip for a birthday. Let's real quick. Any snack time besides? I know that you can't read anymore. So what? What else you got? Um. Well, I don't know when it was the last time everyone listening to this watched Pitch Perfect, but it is on Netflix, and you need to go watch it because it'll bring back all of your memories from the first time you watched it, and it's so damn funny. I love it so much. It's hysterical. Oh, I've got one. We started reading together because we're freaks, and we like to like read books aloud to each other while we're in the car. So we um, started reading Paris's brand new memoir that just came out, and it is 500 times better than I thought. I need to order it. I must own it and read it. It is. You can really hear her voice in it, and it's really well done. And she said so many things that also surprised me that were straight out of left field about what yeah. happened in her childhood and teenage years. Into the nitty gritty details. And she's someone who I think actually might have more or less written their book. You know how most have ghost writers and like right. you can tell. I think that she actually did a fair amount of work for this. I do too. And the cover art and everything is so pretty that it's good just on the shelf, on a side totally. table. Like it's very aesthetically pleasing, which is what we love in a book. So Abby's pick for snack time is Pitch Perfect, and mine is Paris the Memoir. <laughs> and my other pick is The Best of Me, which is also on Netflix. Oh, because, did you finish it? Yes, and I sobbed. And let me tell you, it is just one of my most favorite romance stories. There is something about the storyline and those characters and the way it was cast that are so damn endearing. 10 out of 10. The, wild, 10 of the 10. wild flowers and how she's the best of him. It's just all too good. It's all too much. All too well. Dawson Cole. <laughs> Dawson Cold. I love the name Dawson. It's song for another time. Um, anything else you got? That's it for me, Chief. This weekend took everything out of me, but in the best way. On that note, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to us down below. Leave us a review about the show. Send us a DM. We'll always send them to each other. And we're also on TikTok. Go ahead and follow us there as well, especially for all of the filming we just did with a bunch of brand new content. Love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Bye.